We are in week three of our series called Squad Goals. And if you've been here since week one, I hope you've been catching this idea that we have words that define our youth ministry, words that define our squad, that are very important to us. Week one, we talked about this idea of knowing God, that knowing God is the most important thing that we are going to talk about all year. And not only that we would know God, that we would have this head knowledge about him, that we would be able to just have our brains filled with Bible trivia, but that knowledge, that knowledge would move us to take action. And that our actions, we get to choose how we act and how those actions affect others. And so tonight we're going to talk about this idea of serve. Before I got this job, I worked six years at KMS Tools. I started out as a stock boy, which meant that I worked upstairs on the second floor, uh, getting stock that didn't fit on the sales floor. I put it away. I organized it. Um, I did all kinds of things to, to help the other salesmen. And it wasn't a glamorous job. But I had this, ad- this attitude as I went to work, that I wanted to work hard, that I wanted to put people before myself. And this was kind of the thing that I kept telling myself, that I want to go to work to do whatever I can to make somebody's day better, to help other salespeople, um, to make their jobs easier. So whether that was finding, finding stock that was lost, whether that was running to the warehouse for something, whether that was getting dirty or messy so that someone else didn't have to. I wanted to put others before myself. I wanted to do whatever I could to make people's lives better. And after three years of doing that, I was promoted to assistant manager of the entire store. And my work ethic didn't change. It wasn't a job I loved working at KMS Tools. It wasn't a job that I woke up one morning, ran to my mom and said, hey, I... I had this dream, I really want to be an assistant manager at a tool store. It wasn't that, but I believed that it was a job that God had placed me in. That God had a specific reason for me to be there. See, after three years of working at that store, as an assistant manager, I had the knowledge to do the job. I knew what had to get done. I knew what actions needed to be taken to get the job done, to run a store, to be successful in that. But I also knew that I had the ability to let my actions be defined by how I treated others, what I did to those around me. And because of that, I chose to serve. And we've talked about these statements before as we've went through um, our series so far. And the first one was this, that our squad is defined by who we know. That because we know God, that that defines our squad. And that our squad is defined by our actions. That our actions would be led out of that knowledge for God. And now our squad is defined by our service. Simply the act of doing things for others. So point one tonight is this. Serve us versus service. Let's read this verse together. Mark 10, 42-45. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles, lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be among you. But whatever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be a slave of all. 
For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As an assistant manager, I was the boss. I had authority, I had a position of power, I could dictate the rules, I could order people around. But as someone that knows God, someone who is compelled to act on what I know, I knew that I had a choice in that moment to live differently, to lead people in a different way. See, when Jesus came to the earth, he came to serve people. And to serve people so much that he ultimately chose to die on the cross for each and every one of us. As God, he had every reason to have things done for him. To have people bow down to him. To have people serve him. And yet, this is not the position that he takes. So you have to sit, sitting there tonight, you have to think, are you more compelled by being served or by serving others? See, I can say without any doubt that putting others before myself, serving others, looking out for their well-being as an assistant manager, that that showed that I cared. That showed that I wanted to build a relationship with people. And that allowed me to speak into their lives. It ultimately allowed me to share the love of God with others through my actions. See, serving others can cost us time. It can cost us money. It can cost you pride and status. And can have people look at us weird or judge us. But if Jesus made serving others a priority, then I need to find ways to make serving others a part of my daily life. Point number two is this. Find your gifts. I talk about the fact that each one of you has been uniquely made, made with intent and with purpose, and that God doesn't make mistakes, that God has created each one of you with gifts and talents and abilities. Listen to 1 Peter 4, 10 and 11. It says this, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. I put a slide up here that has a list of different gifts and talents. And as you read over that list, you may see one or two jump out at you. And you might say, yeah, that's me. There's all kinds of ways that you can use your gifts and talents to serve people. Up there it says art or drawing. Maybe you can use your art to encourage people, to share God's love with people. Maybe you are empathetic. Maybe you're good at coming alongside your friends when they're not, they're not having a good day or they're not feeling well. Maybe you just have a really good sense of awareness when you walk in a room. That you can sense people who are not having a good day. People that need to be encouraged. People that need uh, you to come alongside them. Maybe you're just a natural leader and you know how to uh, encourage people and lead them in that way. All of these things here. All of the gifts and talents and abilities that you have been given. Should be used 
Each of you should use whatever gift you have received. You should guard against looking at others and just wishing you had their gift and talent because God has given you each gift and talent and ability for a reason and for a purpose. See, for me, I know that God has given me the talent and the ability to play the guitar. And I love playing guitar, but one of the reasons why I love playing the guitar so much is because I connect the two. I connect the fact that I play guitar because God has gifted me to do that. And using our talents and abilities is one of those very practical ways that we can allow God to be a part of our daily lives. A connecting point for us and God. Point three is this. Serve God by serving others. Our actions and motivation is ultimately focused on God. There were a lot of days working at KMS that I dreaded going to work. In the end, I became a purchaser, which meant that I got to spend other people's money for a living, which was fun. But for me, thinking about a paycheck or making my boss happy in the end seemed like terribly empty reasons to get excited about work or to give my work purpose. See, to me, what I know about God helped me to find purpose and meaning in my job. Colossians 3.23 says this, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord. Whatever I do, I do for God, because He is the, the one that blessed me with every job that I've ever had. My very first job, (laughs) I was in grade five. My very first job was filling pots with dirt. I would take these big bags of dirt, I would put them on this giant grate, I would push through all the clumps of dirt, then when I had a pile of non-clumpy dirt, I would fill these pots with dirt using my arm uh, to fill the pots. I'd Um, wipe them so they were all level, I'd put them on a cart, and I would do that for eight hours in a day. I got paid $4.25 an hour to fill pots with dirt. But even filling pots with dirt, or being an assistant manager of a store, or being a youth pastor, each one of these opportunities have been given to me by God so that I can serve others, so that I can work hard, Because serving God is ultimately the reason why we live. That by serving others and putting others ahead of myself, I'm really serving God. That I'm showing His love to others. That I'm making others a priority for the sake of sharing God's love with them. I want our youth ministry to be a place where we serve students. That every student that walks through those doors would see uh, our adult leaders giving their time on a Tuesday night to come and hang out uh, with them. We want to be a place that creates opportunities for you as students to serve, and that's why we have student leadership team, so that students can serve. And there's, there's ways, other ways in the church, in children's ministry and, and special events where students can step up and serve, but I want you guys to be able to think about ways outside of these four walls, outside of the church where you can serve, in the hallways of your schools, in your neighborhoods, in the clubs and the sports teams that you're on, that you would find ways to serve others. I want 
each and every person that comes through these doors and your friends, the people that haven't come yet, to know God. And to know God might be because of the way that we act. That the way that we act shows people the love of God. And one practical way that we can do that is by serving others. Not just in the church, but in our everyday lives. That our natural reactions to knowing God would be to serve others because of Jesus' example. Let me pray. God, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for each one that has come tonight, that is here. God, we thank you that you want a personal relationship with each and every one of us. You want us to know you. God, that our actions are important. That the actions that we take say something about who we are and what we believe. And God, would we be people this week that would serve others around us? That because of the great love that you showed us, that we would be compelled to serve others and show others that love. God, we just pray that as we head to our small groups, that you would be with us. That you'd be continuing to speak to us, bringing up questions in our mind that we want to have answers to, that we want to wrestle with. God, we thank you for those that are a part of our group that aren't here tonight, that you would just be with them wherever they are.